What's happening, RSL Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with a brand new episode of Scarf Live Podcast. The Baker, how you living, homie? Living good. Hit him with the intro. Let's do it. This is when I wish we had a camera. So people could see you gyrating? I was dancing, bro. You were gyrating. It was weird. I don't, I don't know what that word means. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, a, I'm just a poor non-English-speaking refugee. You gotta use small words. Um, so speaking of uh, non-English-speaking, I posted the, uh, you know, the, the, the chart that I do, the point, the road to 51 or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, magic the home, 50. away, magic number yeah, 51 yeah. to make the playoffs. So yep. I guess Minnesota has been spelled incorrectly on there the whole time. I had an extra T in there. It really got noticed today. I don't know. I've been posting the thing for like the last four weeks, but today it got noticed. So, <laughs> yeah, that one's stunned. Where? Because I've looked at that thing a Three dozen times, oh, um, at least. Both both times. We play Minnesota, or we had to play Minnesota. No, when where's I, Minnesota? Oh, like at the bottom where you have the teams. Yeah, I have the teams listed. <laughs> that's like across the x-axis. Okay, so yeah. it's... Minnes- Put an extra T in there. M- M-I-N-N-E-S-O-T-T-A. No no extra T. This is what, well, yes, right, what I, I wrote. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. apparently everyone in the world knows that except for me. So, RSL okay. Nation, I've heard you. It won't be there next week, I promise. Or well, maybe it's a thing. I, I mean, it's, it's a weird thing. Like, it's just a misspelling. All right, we're doing this because I'm thirsty. To be fair, uh, this whole time, I, I always allow autocorrect to s- spell Minnesota correctly for me. Yeah, so I built this in Excel, and Excel ah, doesn't okay. have auto. Oh, I mean, by the a way. spell checker, but not. So you know what we're doing? You have literally two seconds to introduce this thing. No, no, hold on. Uh, Ten. All right. You said two, then you said ten. Yeah, I'm giving you the benefit Th- of the This is doubt. a placeholder for a sponsor. What better company to sponsor this thing other than, like, a booze company? We drink during every single podcast. Let me think mm, back. No, I had water at the last one. Well, you had to drive. Y- yeah, I was also dehydrated from well, yeah. Mount Olympus. But, okay, so whatever. What I'm saying is the, the vast majority of the times we drink. Anyways, uh, what we have? Oh, in here, I, right? I can think of a better sponsor, Rancheritos. Okay, Victory Burritos. Make Maybe it happen, Rancheritos. Three, two, one, go. Live on air. That's good stuff. Cheers. Oh, it's the Squatters uh, or the Hefeweizen. I'm not even a fan of Hefeweizen usually, but this is pretty good stuff. It'll do in a pinch. Hope we didn't offend anyone. I mean, it is alcoholic. I I think you're. Reading a little, I think most people just want to live and let. let yeah, live. I agree. That's All right, man. My, this that's is my this, new philosophy. This this podcast is off to a slow start. Uh, it is a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, it's what is it like? Almost eight p.m. Seven fifty-one p.m. So we release this in like the next hour. We While the, we're doing all of this, so drinking the brewskis, I'm also hydrating with some water. Mm-hmm. We're also watching the Atlanta United Minnesota U.S. Open Cup final. So if we ever seem distracted, that's what's happening. But Baker, what's up? Let's get into a few things we want to talk about today. I know for a fact we want to discuss the match that we just played. Yes, sir. Against the Colorado Rapids Crappets. Yep. And then we have some other talking points I think we need to absolutely discuss. Yeah, it's the it's the part of the season where like 
Um, and it's kind of exciting because the game is only one part of it. Like all of a sudden we're looking at schedules and, you know, we're who's playing who, when, and when do we play them. and Playoff watching. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's officially time to start caring about, you know, every little detail. Yeah. Uh, which is good, but also can be exhausting. It can, but I choose uh, the good portion of it. So let's talk about Colorado last Saturday. An absolutely amazing nine minutes. Yeah, great nine minutes of soccer. After the 90th minute. Right. Um, Should we even discuss? Okay, we, we do have to a little bit. Uh, Nick Romando had an amazing game, made the team of the week on the bench. Yep. And I'm not even upset about that because what's his name? Homie that actually got the starting spot, like set an all-time record Saved. for saves yeah. in a single game. Yeah, that's that's he earned it. And conceded three goals in the same game. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm pretty sure that – who was Vancouver playing? I can't even remember. Oh, they were playing Toronto, right? He, Not Toronto. No, uh, yeah, San Toronto. Jose. Oh, was it San Jose? Man, now, now you're going to make me Anyways, that, No, you don't have to. But uh, I think they set the single season or single game record of shots on goal. Yeah, it might have been San Jose. So, uh, Romando makes the team of the week. It, it was uh, San Jose, right? Hold on. It's loading. Yeah, it was San Jose. They lost 3-1. So, I've been he- also hearing some things about how Brooks Lennon didn't have a bad game. I'm like, what in the hell were you watching? Brooks Lennon on the Audi Index was literally the lowest rated play. It was like negative 300. I know the Audi Index is all sorts of skewed and weird. Mm-hmm. Is there any doubt in your mind that Brooks Lennon had a horrendous game last game? I mean, most of the defense, apart from Nedham, who at one point I think you looked over and you said, this is the type of game that actually requires Nedham to like go and score for us to win. Yeah, I'm that glad would, it didn't that, come that, to that, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, Brooks Lennon was not what anyone in the business would call good um i think he may be as far like as far as the attack goes slightly better than toya but that's not really saying much and they were both pretty not great on defense as was justin glad um i I think we're all looking at the game with a little bit of rose colored glasses glasses at this point because we won yeah it's um I think if we don't win that game, we're out here screaming that everybody sucks and Freddie should be fired. I mean, we are not, but the Twitter fair sure, is. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, you're saying – I get what you're getting at. Like, So I know we said we weren't going to bring up Mike Petke a whole lot. <laughs> but So I'm like, okay, if Mike Petke were still the coach and, you know, the Nations Cup thing didn't happen or whatever um, – one sub, a 2-0 win in, like, stoppage time that required... Like, we'd be sitting here, we'd be scratching our heads, we'd be going, man, that, like, that was a really bad performance. It it really came down to... I mean, I think you could conservatively say ref kind of bailing us out a little bit. Um, like, people would be would be asking some questions, and, and I think there's this, like... We had that really good long stretch of games right before LAFC... And then we obviously lost LAFC. And I think now people are just like, well, now we're just going to get back to this really good stretch of games. Yeah. And I'm looking at this Colorado game, and I did rewatch it. and it The whole de- thing? Yeah, I did. I couldn't and get myself it, to. It, I mean, it was awful. Like, yeah. I was doing other stuff while, like, the first 90 minutes were going on. Um, it just it, – it wasn't a good game. It wasn't a good team performance. Defense looked 
shaky. Um, Colorado had us kind of figured out, I think, if we're going to be honest. Like, Colorado was dangerous, and it if the, it wasn't for Nick Romando's individual yes. brilliance, which, quick, quick tangent, Arsenal Nation, you literally only have three home games left that we know of a f- for certain. For certain. To appreciate this yep. man. So, like, if you if the guy you know, picks his nose, you start a Nick Romano <laughs> chant. Like, I've, I've been pretty critical of those, but, like, let's just appreciate what we have while we have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if it wasn't for a Nick Romano individual moment of brilliance, like, Colorado goes up 1-0 in, what was that, like the 20th minute? That's a different game. That is a Completely. Because diff- now they're bunkering, and RSL, the RSL side I saw wasn't capable of breaking them down. Yeah, I mean... To, to be fair, I think that Colorado side plays a lot better than their record. Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, which doesn't you don't have to be very good to play better than their record. Sure, sure. But they're, they're not some pushover. I think I was saying on the post match quickie on Saturday that I thought we did better against LAFC. Yes, than yes. we did against Colorado for sure. I'm not sure if that has something to do with the fact that we took them lightly. At this point of the season, with the playoff race being what it is, literally with us in second. Mm-hmm. Down to the seventh spot, there's a total of three points. Yeah, a game. Uh, uh, one win, one loss, however you want to look at it. Difference between Completely. us and yeah. FC Dallas, who are the last spot in the playoffs. And eighth, Portland, six points with a game in hand. Yeah. So it, it, I think if players can't get motivated for this for games like this, uh, there's a different problem well, there. Well, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's also like it, it's the U.S. Open Cup syndrome. Where like you know we'll be facing like a Cent- Sacramento Republic, it, it's their the, the, that's their tournament right. That's the biggest thing that they'll play all year. Uh, the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, I think this was Colorado's like the last thing they had to play for. So I can see them getting up for it. Um, yeah. they were pretty upset <laughs> over the loss. Yeah, yeah, and on the Twitter sphere, uh, yeah, Kai Kamara had a good one. Um, yeah, he's if he doesn't get a massive fine, I would be shocked. Yeah, um, he probably will. Just for like multiple reasons at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, Colorado just really, 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 really wanted to beat us, and they really looked up for it, up to it. And um, I, I think if we're going to be totally honest, they're the ones keeping the rivalry, quote unquote, alive. Yeah, which you know, which is okay. Okay, the other thing is people are kind of complaining about this not being a rivalry. Look, they're not. I, I get that. I don't yeah. think of Colorado. Like, here's the thing: we lose a. I don't care about the Rocky Mountain Cup until we lose the Rocky Mountain Cup. I don't care about the Rocky Mountain Cup, period. I just want to beat Colorado. But then again, I want to beat okay. everybody. Well, but beating Colorado is how you get the Rocky Mountain Cup. Right. But I'm, what I'm saying is like, I don't really care about the damn cup. Even though it's a pretty cup, if I may. It's probably prettier than the MLS Cup. Just It's it's attractive, yeah. Just it's, from looks. It's got It's kind of got like a traditional... It reminds me yes, of like an old very, like 90s, 40s, yeah. 50s. Kind of like, like the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, I still yeah. think Classic. the U.S. Open Cup is the most, most pretty attractive. trophy attractive. in the United States Yep, across all sports. Maybe the uh, the NHL Cup, whatever they call oh, it. Oh, that Stanley big old Cup. Stanley Cup that, thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just massive. But um, I think, you know, it's being, you know, uh, ro- you know, held up by dudes in like 70 pounds of gear. Right. It's not like if a it's light a, thing. If it's a little cup. It's going to look weird. It's <laughs> literally going <laughs> to be something visible. there. But should, that, that's like a good like uh, uh, end of season, you know, just content for content's sake, like ranking attractiveness ranking of various cups. <laughs> yeah. Sub-category also, um, shields. I can't remember where I read this the other day. I think uh, uh, MLS players smiles. There it is. Yeah. yeah. 
I like that. We can start with the RSL players, Miles, and go from there. You know what? Demir, number one, obviously. So the um, our uh, uh, blog spot section is ready now. Oh, nice. It took forever for me to create a separate free blogger set because I have a couple of others that I do for other professional things. Right. And it just wanted it wanted to keep pushing me to that thing. So I think our first article Mm -hmm. is going to be rating RSL players' smiles. There it is. Just weird them out. Right out <laughs> we of the can, game. oh, we can do um, smiles by the by position. You know, we'll do all the defenders mm-hmm. and then all the midfielders and all the forwards. Just milk it for everything Just it's worth. Milk it. There it is. Yeah, because we're pros, man. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's talk about a few details of the game. Um, obviously, ugly ninety minutes. Everyone sucked. I think we literally named our last podcast. Everyone sucked, but we got three points. We got yeah. three points. That's all that freaking matters at the end of the day. Let's talk about that red card. Mm. I have rewatched that red card about eight seven times because we got into a little scuffle argument whatever you want to discu- uh, name it on the internet right with our good friends <laughs> down in the colorado the uh, burgundy, burgundy wave, wave yeah, yeah. Uh, respect man you know it, it it's a weird thing to point out like you're talking about that article that i quoted yes yeah so dudes like uh, I, was, I, was, I, actually, I wasn't even gonna go there yet i was gonna say okay. being a diehard supporter uh-huh. to the point of running a blog Sure. A vlog, whatever, and probably podcast. a podcast. Yeah, this is not easy. And I'm assuming, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you and I know how much work this is, and we don't do half of it. We just do a, a podcast that we don't even prepare for, other than like 20 minutes just before we start the podcast. Okay. Well, I mean. And then the rest of the week that we have to keep up on stuff. And yeah, yeah I get that. But what I'm saying is like putting that kind of effort into a team that mm-hmm. is doing what they're doing right now. Yeah, if, you, if you're still a Colorado <laughs> fan, Shout props. Out. Yeah, like you're just, you're not there for the glory. Just props. All right, let's yeah. discuss like, that red like card. Like plague and all. <laughs> I saw. I, I thought about bringing this up last week, but then I said I thought this, that would be too messed up. That we should have been wearing like those masks. Yeah, yeah. The, the and I, then I saw a couple of people with masks on. Yeah, man. It's now I don't know if that was to mess with them, or if they just literally wanted masks. Not, not the point. What yeah. do you think of the, of, the, of, the, of the red card? I mean, okay, so the argument, and I think even uh, Dunny is kind of tr- like, I will, I will acknowledge the fact that Kai Kamara has no intention of hurting Brooks Lennon. He, he is not even aware of where he is. He is all eyes on the ball. He's going forward, and he's doing what strikers do, which is trying to get a foot to a ball that's coming down inside the box. No problem there. While he is doing that, he is also propelling himself in the air with both feet, with studs exposed, that thankfully didn't actually make contact with uh, Brooks Lennon's like That could have been leg. ugly. That's, that's how you break a leg. Um, but, but he 100% took Lennon out. So this whole like Colorado, like, oh, there was no contact. It's like you don't have to break a dude's femur for it to be a red. You can be making a play and still endanger the safety of an opponent. Those aren't mutually exclusive events. That, to me, is like a clear red. A clear red. Like, both feet up, studs exposed, high velocity, and you totally cleaned Brooks Lennon out. Like, totally mm. took his legs out from underneath them. The fact that you weren't trying to do it doesn't excuse it. I compare it, and let me go deep here for a second. I compare it to the gun argument. Hear right, me well, out. There goes half of our hear listeners. Me, hear me out. If you own a gun, you're responsible for what happens with that gun. That means yeah. keeping it safe. Mm-hmm. What I meant by all of that is to say, 
just because you don't see the guy coming doesn't mean you're not responsible for what you could potentially do to him or her, in this case, him. Right. So, it, yeah, yeah, I agree. It, it's a red. Mm. I don't think it's a clear. I, I think if he, if he gets that red, just shuts his mouth, walks off the field, standard red, nothing to talk about. No one got hurt. Yeah, it's a standard red. I agree. It's a, a red. As is, he's going to get fined, probably extra suspension, yada, 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 the whole nine yards. He just, he just made a meal out of it. Uh, I agree with that red. Let's get into the penalty, though. Before we do that, uh, the red card mm. and the time-wasting, that we kind of owe Kai Kamara because all of that time he wasted that was given at the end yeah. is when we scored our goals. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks, yeah, Kai that's, Kamara. that's one way to look at it. I don't think it would have been six minutes extra time without that. Right. So then we get to the to the to the penalty. Yes, like and this is the, I think where you and I slightly disagree. Uh, this is uh, ninety, I think sixth minute officially is when the goal was scored. So this probably would have been like ninety fifth, ninety fourth, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yep. That's I good. okay. Let me say it this way. Technically speaking, it's a penalty. Yeah. It is not very clear to me. It's not like a clear cut penalty. Yes, the man's hand or arm is away from his body. Right. Yes, the ball does end up making contact with his arm in this case. Yes, by the book, it's a penalty. But it also is a judgment decision because this whole like arm to ball, ball to arm, intentional, non-intentional to the body. If that penalty gets called against us, I'm pretty upset. Pretty upset. Yeah, I'd be pretty upset. And also don't think if the play had just continued. Mm -hmm. Let's say the same play happens minus his arm getting in the way. Right. Nothing happens. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, But how many, and and I don't, this is a rhetorical question. How many times has like an RSL player gotten a penalty or, or, you know, a red card or something? I, I forget against who it was and I forget who was, but like, there was no intention of ever getting to the ball after it was like kicked away, but a foul still being committed. Right. And I forget when the scenario was this year. I just remember it happening. Um, it, you know, like the, I, I agree. No, no one is getting to that ball if the arm isn't blocking it. Like I'll acknowledge that as a fact. But at the same time, it, it it's you know we can't say that with like a hundred percent certainty because we don't know where that ball is going had his hand not been there right and if this was like you know tucked up against his arm and he had like you know no say in it whatsoever i i could see argument but like he's very obviously blocking the ball from moving past him right like that 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 can't be argued had his hand not been where it was that ball is going behind him past him off his hip out for a corner kick who knows what uh, I get and that. That's that's where it's a PK to me. Like so he I'm not saying I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a, it it's not a PK. Right. By the book, it's a PK. Right. But that's all we have is the book. It's a very soft PK. An extremely soft PK. I'd be extremely pissed if that PK was called against Real Salt Lake. I would be, but I'd also think like looking back at it, I could see why it was called. Like I'd be like, yeah, I get that. Tuck your arm in. You know. Yeah. Um, and I think I would have more sympathy if it wasn't uh, on Abu Bakar. Yeah, he was kind of a jackass the whole game. He was. He? he was all. Let me put it. Okay, would love to have him as a defender, because uh, he was all up in Nedham's business. 
he was all over Sam Johnson. All over him. All I mean, he had Sam jo- like love me some Sam Johnson, but he had Sam Johnson in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. Like he was pushing him around wherever he wanted. Um, and I didn't have a lot of sympathy for him by the end of the game. And uh, I think he'll be probably getting a visit from the uh, MLS fine fairy as well. Uh, but nah, man, that's that to me is Gar- Garber. I, Garber gotta go on vacation, bro. He's I, gotta raise this fund hey, somewhere. Hey, it, it's hard out there for everybody. Yeah. I think what kind of seals the deal for me is the fact that you said, you know, textbook. Like like that it, it really is by the books a PK. And and maybe that's what the game needs is less judgment calls and less like, oh, it's the ninety fifth minute mm-hmm. in a very close game that RSL, if we're gonna be totally honest, probably doesn't deserve, I won't call it. And it needs more this is the letter of the law. Yeah, it. what I'm saying is this. It's a very simple, I think, point I'm trying to make, which is it's a PK. But okay. I can totally understand people's this uh, i can see why colorado is upset about it right there have been plays and games against teams where people were complaining and you're like what in the world are you talking about that is clearly such and such or this and that right right? atlanta and the extra time when we scored in like the 94th minute or whatever and they're like it should have been right you know three minutes instead of four it's like come on man um i mean yeah kansas city in the finals right yeah yeah (laughs) That's the most painful, painful one. But I can see Colorado's point. It's a very soft penalty in my book. And, yes, it did decide the game. It absolutely mm-hmm. decided the game. So we'll take it. Let me ask one other question. Well, actually, anything else about the game? Because I have a one level higher question we need to discuss. I mean, I, it was one of those, like, I'm, I'm glad we won. We really needed those three points. I think it would have been horribly demoralizing, even if we had tied would you say that was a must win? I would actually go ahead and say that one was a must win. That might have been the first must win of the year for me. Uh, I know you use that term pretty liberally, and like you know, five out of ten games are must wins for you. But uh, if it's five out of the last ten, Ayo. well, it, I mean, you've already had like half of the games we've played have been must wins, according to you. No, man, it it was it was what it was. I'm glad we managed to rally. I I think we have a talking point about. Uh, the, um, uh, the what's his the MLS writer Matt Doyle about you know Sam Johnson versus Demir and That's getting exactly into all that. What I was gonna get into, but yeah, overall ahead, take it three away. points. Oh, okay, we're just gonna jump right into that one. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote a like he had a pretty interesting. I think it was a tweet initially that he didn't like turn into an article later down the line. On MLS soccer, because that's what you do when all you do with your life is write about soccer. How great would that be? Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. It, I wouldn't mind that. Also, at all. I would probably get bored real quick. Anyways, yeah, man needs diversity. No, it, it's um, he made the argument that, and I think for the first time in a very long time, he actually said something I kind of agree with, mm. and it was that Sam Johnson. I don't like how he put it. What well, is, is we were better with the yeah. mirror as the attacker. He, he overly simplified. Overly that, simplified yes. it. But I think the the what he was getting at was the fact that Sam Johnson is a type of striker who needs service to him with space in front of him for then for him then to use his pace, his agility, his quickness, and his overall just speed and one on one skills to go ahead and beat his defender and then take a shot on goal. Right, Sam Johnson in a nutshell. Not necessarily the most complicated of strikers, but what you see is what you get. Yeah. Whereas Efficient. With, sure. Whereas with a Demir, you kind of get a dude who isn't a traditional number nine, who, you know, he does have the size and can kind of hold the ball up pretty well, but then likes to play with other guys and kind of have those overlapping runs, i.e. bring in Jefferson, bring in Albert, bring in Baird, bring in Bofo, whoever he's sharing the field with, 
and let them have that, you know, shot on goal or look for that final pass. That's what he was getting at, which mm-hmm. I think is a sound discussion and one I think RSL should be aware of. I like that we have that problem up front or that opportunity, I should say. But, uh, yeah, I, I think simplifying it down and boiling it down to Demir Kreil or RSL is better with Demir than Sam Johnson is stupid. Uh, it's a little asinine. Yeah, it's stupid. Let's call it out. They keep calling out. First of all, I happen to catch the uh, week and the whatever recap show mm-hmm. um, on MLS. I can't. Remember. It was like on the Twitter or something. Right. It was like one of those live streaming pages, and it was. I want to say, I want to say, I watched about forty minutes of it, thirty okay. to forty minutes of it. Right. Just the fact that they even know. I mean, I don't believe for a second those analysts quote-unquote, mm-hmm. actually spent a lot of time watching RSL games or Minnesota games. Maybe they do now because the cup just oh, uh, finished. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I get all that. Just the fact, I mean, I think they're mostly uninformed comments that they're making. They're making uh, it's, it's just my takeaway, my opinion, because sure. they know what Zlatan's dog's best friend's <laughs> owner's mother had for breakfast yesterday. Right. But... Tell him, ask him, uh, you know, to pronounce the Mir's last name. Sure. Then the water. Right. Yeah, I, I get what you're getting at. And I think that stems from, A, the the machine that is MLS soccer being also the reporter of MLS soccer. Um, yeah. It, it Yeah, it, it's there. You know, there's 30-some-odd teams at this point. They obviously are going to pay attention to, like, you know, ultimately it's about clicks and engagement and views and selling that ad Absolutely. space. Absolutely. And, you know, RSL isn't going to have the ad space that, you know, an NYCFC or a LAFC or an LA Galaxy is going to have. And it's not going to get the same reach. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's I get what you're getting at. I, I do like the fact that he kind of, I don't know, b- brought this up because I think it is an interesting point, one that I'm going to kind of watch as far as, you know, mm-hmm. the teams we're facing. Would you agree with it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I so I'm looking. I'm thinking of like so the Colorado game is the m- most recent one, RSL, and I, I will acknowledge this. The second it happened, I was pretty against Sam Johnson being subbed out. Didn't love it. Having rewatched the game, I think RSL played a lot better at when he left the field. I, I think all of a sudden we were dangerous. We were looking for good passes. We were breaking down Colorado's defense a bit more. Uh, we looked better. However, you want to justify or quantify that um and, and i think it's because of how colorado came to play they came to play get an ugly game it was chippy right. they were defending deep they had bodies in front of the goal it was just ugly but then i'm thinking all right we've got portland coming up this weekend they're gonna at, then it's portland at home they're gonna come out to play soccer they're not gonna defend deep they're gonna portland look to, away uh, yeah we are i mean we, they're at their they're home, home yes, yes. Mm-hmm. we're playing portland in in uh, portland in the, on the plastic field up north yep um and I'm, and I'm going, there's going to be space behind their defenders, right? We know that. We know that they like possession. We know that they, they like to create passes and hold the ball. And, 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 you know, for back of a letter, for lack of a better phrase, they like to play soccer. Yes. Sam Johnson is obviously your starting striker in a game like that. And I, and I think it, it's ultimately you have to look at what kind of defense you're expecting to go up against and plan accordingly. And I think that's where Freddie has his work cut out for him because that's you know easier said than done. 
But, you know, to go back to your original question, yes, question. there's a point there. <clears throat> there's obviously a point. I just think it's a terrible, horrible, stupid point, my opinion. Mm. So, let me ask you this question. What kind of teams would play bunker against us? Teams that are better than us? Mm-hmm. Or teams that are worse than us? I mean, um, the obvious answer is teams that are worse, but even that's a gross oversimplification. Well, yes. I'm, I'm counter-arguing oversimplified statements with oversimplified statements. If we're playing teams that are worse than us, then shouldn't we just impose our style on those teams? doesn't always work. I oh, get what you're getting try. at, but like you, like how do you impose give us more space? Like you, you can't, you know, like. We'll just score a goal or two, and then they have to open well, up. Well, sure, and it's not like we weren't, you know, trying right. not to score goals against Colorado. It, it's just like the RSL I know has historically done great against teams that actually come to Rio Tinto and want yeah. to play. It, it's, I think that the year we beat the LA Galaxy 6-2, I think that was last year, right? Uh, we, we've actually put six on Galaxy multiple times. The, the most recent time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, last year. I think the Galaxy made the mistake of coming to Rio Tinto and wanting to play soccer. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't think that, you know, with the kind of trend we're on and, and what we're expecting to, um, you know, see, there are some teams that are going to come and, and look to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Look for that point, and that's where I think having Demir up front is is nice. I, I think with a healthy Sam Johnson, I don't care if we're playing FC Barcelona or Olympus High School for a million-dollar trophy, uh, Sam Johnson has to start. Just has to. I think he's got the kind of explosivity and danger, dangerousness? Is that the word? I think you just say danger. Danger. Mm-hmm. He's got danger capabilities. <laughs> It's very clear that English is not your first language sometimes. Yeah. I'm starting to think that's why some of those other podcasts don't like me. They don't like foreigners. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's move on, <laughs> let's move on to the next thing. So we're leaving the game behind. Okay. I have a talking point. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about as I was working today. Okay. I say the word very loosely, mm-hmm. working. Um, I was thinking about the standings as they are right now, top to bottom. Yeah. One through, well, whatever it is right now. 12. I'm losing, <laughs> I'm losing track. I mean, the whole league, like 21, 22. What the hell is it? I don't know. 20-something. Two, two sets of 12, so 24. And then I was looking at, I was thinking about the game on Sunday night between LA Galaxy and LAFC. Yeah. Beautiful game, by the way. Great game. Great game. Uh, just from an objective mm-hmm. third-party, yeah. you know. Horrible uh, fans. Observer. <laughs> Let's not touch that yet. Horrible fans. And I was thinking, why does this game matter? LA Galaxy versus LAFC? This particular game on this particular Sunday. Like in general or to us? Well, to us. In general. Whatever. We are in general. We're not fans of theirs. Well, it matters to us because, you know. Oh, I, I, okay. I see where you're going with this. All right. <laughs> So it took me a hot second. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You want to keep answering, knowing where I'm going with this, or just, what? Just go for it. So what I'm saying is this: Look, um, before the kickoff of that game, LAFC was clearly the top team in the West. Yep. LA Galaxy, at that point, I think fourth. They were fourth when Some, the game yep. started. Yep. At forty-one points. That doesn't mean a whole lot in the West, but mm-hmm. yeah, they were fourth. We're still <laughs> like twenty points behind LAFC. Um, they were literally 
20 yeah. points behind LAFC. If and we have about seven games left. Uh, thirty-four yep. Yep. games to it's play. Exactly seven down. And and before the game, it would have been eight. So you, the most you can gather is twenty-one points, mm-hmm. which means if we were playing a standard European point system or whatever, right. it's not uh, points. That's, that's it's table called? table system. Mm-hmm. That would be the most unimportant non-factory match of the. No one would yeah. care. It doesn't matter. It, it'd be Bayern, like Manchester City a few years ago. Bayern um, versus. Dortmund, I will tune in for if they're like within three to five points of each other. Right. Last year, or was it two, no, two years ago when Bayern was like 20 points ahead? I didn't even care. Yeah. Who cares? It's over. Right. Yeah. Same thing in England. Like, you know, Manchester United, Manchester City only really matters. To, now, I'm not saying to the people involved in it, not, sure. not their fans. You're, you're talking about side. the rest of the league. The rest of the league. The yep. rest of the world, really. Mm-hmm. Sure. Cause only cares world. because we have a playoff system. Playoff seating is important. Mm hmm. And because we have a playoff system, literally at this moment, anybody in this league mathematically could still win the cup. Right. Year. No no one's been eliminated yet. Nobody. Correct. Yeah. It, it's actually and a really good point. That, and that's the kind of excitement I think we w- it would die off. I'm not, and I'm not even getting into the excitement of the playoffs. Right. I'm just I, – I just think – I'm just looking forward to this playoff um, series or season. Mm-hmm. Not just us. I mean, I'm obviously looking forward for us to do well, but right. that's going to be nervy, right? Sure. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. for the other games too. Yeah. Because LAFC could literally have the greatest season and ever. They're, they're, I think at this point they have. And it will not matter. If they don't, right. If they if, don't lift the if trophy. If they lose literally one game in the playoffs. Yeah. Now, that, that, that some people will say, well, that's not fair because they had, okay. But it's exciting for the rest of us. Absolutely. It's like Absolutely. a reset, basically. Right. No, it, it, yeah. You're, I mean, I don't like the whole reset thing because it, you know, implies like, oh, the, the whole like, oh, it's a brand new season and, and everyone starts on the same page. I've never liked that argument because it's not fundamentally true. Like, you know, it, it's you having a hard time. There. Yeah, beer is just kind of kind of a little gassy. No. Um, Do you want it, another one? No, I'm good right now. It, it's I get what you're getting at about, you know, that the so you agree with me. But yeah, yeah, it. it, it so, you know, full transparency used to be a bit of a uh, Euro snob. The only good soccer was European soccer, and the only soccer worth watching was in Europe, and that's how you play soccer, and any league in the world that doesn't share that format is doing it wrong. Since then, I have come to love my local MLS franchise and, and the MLS in general, and, well, maybe not the league, you know, how they run business or whatever, but just like just like the the MLS way of doing it. And I agree, like having that playoff system does bring in like a certain wild cardness to it where you just yeah. don't know what to expect. And I think the single elimination games are, you know, add a certain brutality to it where like right. a winner go home and, and, you know, dudes get desperate and they start doing desperate things, um, which is all great TV. It's for once in your life, I think you may have actually be onto something here in saying that the uh, you keep playoff, saying that every week, the, so no, I'm I'm onto no. something at least once a week Absolutely according not. to the, the, stats the playoff that you system put is actually I don't know it's grown on me quite a bit and I'm I'm curious to see what this this year's format is going to be or was going to look like, right. especially with the you know single round games. Really hope we stay above the hosting line and yeah. don't have to travel. Well, away. Let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
because you and I have talked quite a bit about the remainder of our schedule. We have seven games left. Three at home, three four at home. Road. Yep, three at home, four away. And like you said, if anyone's listening and is kind of considering maybe not going to one of those three games, it's the probably the last three times you get to uh, see Rene Romano play at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, three uh, guaranteed times, short of an injury or something, obviously. Which, you know, that's not even a joke about that. So seven games left. Tough schedule. The good thing I think is that we are playing everyone around us. Right, we still have the Galaxy. Yep. We still have Portland. I mean, I mean should, we just, should we just go through it? Yeah, go ahead. Tell us the rest of the games. Okay. So Portland away, 8-31. So this Saturday. Then we have a nice international window where a bunch of our dudes are going to be gone. And on the 11th, which for some instances is literally two days after all these international guys play, we host San Jose. Then four days after that, we travel to Minnesota on 9-15. And Minnesota oh, that just lost the U.S. Open Cup to Atlanta, by the way. That, it just happened. Uh, and then a week after that, we travel to uh, New England. So 9-15 is Minnesota. 9-21 is New England. Then four days after that, we come home to the Rio Tinto, where we will host the LA Galaxy on 9-25. And four days after that, Houston Dynamo comes to town on 9-29. Then a week after that, we travel for our final regular season game away to Vancouver. So we got Houston. Mm-hmm. We got Portland. Yep. Uh, we got Minnesota. San Jose, Minnesota, San LA, Jose, Galaxy. LA Galaxy. And Vancouver, but I think at this point Vancouver is done. Right. And same, I mean, New England. Uh, what I was saying, I'm not saying New England is done. What I'm saying is New England, like it's not a six-pointer in New, with New England. Right. What I'm saying is all the others are six-pointers, basically. Yeah, it's so we have a lot of teams chasing us. We have a lot of control in our hands. Right. Also, if I was them, I would want to play us because if we're just ahead of them, I would want to play the guys that I'm right behind. Sure. That way you can skip them. And I mean, it's also worth noting that a lot of these, and we, I think we should do an episode where we actually break it down and how we see it going. Like a lot of these teams have to face some really stiff competition themselves. Including each other. Right. Uh, Minnesota United is a great example. They have to play LAFC two more times. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Seattle and the LA Galaxy play one another this weekend, and those are the two, two teams right yeah. behind us. Um, it, it's, yeah, there, there's... I, I think the teams we're facing are all very, you know, quote-unquote beatable teams, knock on wood, but... It's also like I I didn't realize that the end of our season was this congested. Like yeah, we, we didn't t- really look at it closely until just yeah, now. Yeah, like I had no idea that these games were and in some instances four days apart, back to back weeks. Um, we can just assume that everyone else's games are like. Oh yeah, four yeah, days it's apart. The, it's they're cramming stuff in like crazy. Yeah, but uh, it it's I think this is where depth is going to be tested. Yo, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, the other thing. That's important to, to know this year, and you mentioned something about this weekend, which is, was it Seattle and Galaxy are playing mm-hmm. each other? I think. Yep. A lot of these teams going forward are still playing each other. Right. You know. Th- th- they can't both win. Right. Yeah. Like you said, Minnesota and LA, Minnesota's playing LAFC twice. Hopefully both of those are losses. We have, um, you know, Portland playing, um, crap, I had it all pulled up, and now I don't have it anymore. But. Dallas is playing the people around us as well. We're not playing Dallas anymore. Dallas is looking pretty good. Did you see them beat the hell out of Houston on Saturday, 5-1? Right. It's, yes, it's a tough 
remainder of our schedule. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the Portland, silver lining is that everyone else has a tough schedule. Sure, sure. So Portland, just so just so we all know, is hosting SKC. Uh, and then they are hosting BC United, and then they're hosting the New York Red Bulls, and then they're hosting Minnesota United, and then New England again, and then they're going to Sporting KC, and then they're hosting San Jose. That's so, a really tough schedule. Uh, it's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, difficult. It's not as but tough they're, as like they're not playing, Yeah, they're not playing as many Western Conference teams as I would like. But they're playing San Jose. W- yeah, right. At, at the very end, is I think the very last game is San Jose, yep. Portland. I mean, that could be a playoff or no playoff match. That could be a for playoff teams, game yeah. for one of those mm-hmm. teams. Absolutely. And, and the rest of us could kind of depend on it, depending on how the rest of the season goes. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. 9-15, they host DC United. 9-18, they host the New York Red Bulls. 9-22, they host Minnesota United. 9-25, they host New England. 9-29, they travel to Kansas. 10-6, they host San Jose. All of these games are played on that horrible turf monster. On let's, I mean, let's let's be honest here. Chara that's nine and fifteen through ten six. So that's what three weeks, less than yeah, three weeks. Yeah, right. That's insane that they're playing six games. It, it, oh, like I'm not trying to like. Obviously, I don't want the Timbers to do well. Be you know, I want everyone around us to fail except for us. But like on turf with you know Chara and and. Uh, Valeri, like that's a soft muscle injury waiting to happen, right? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it, it, I guess are we getting into just Portland now? Cause I mean, I just I had to do that just because. Yeah. No, that that's. I think that's all of that is to say that everyone else has a tough schedule. Right. right? It's gonna so be it's, brutal. We. It's gonna be. It's tough for everyone. It's gonna be a lot of games and very little time for everyone, and everyone is playing everyone. As we were saying earlier, we were playing six of our closest opponents right. around us, which is also good. Which is this is this is what what I like about this, uh, the format we have, and I have absolutely grown to be a big fan of the format after being a year multi year long Euro snob of, we need relegation, man. Mm-hmm. All right, look, we still maybe should get relegation at some point so we can allow. So you know what? Otherwise, we're gonna have ninety teams in the league. Yeah, they need to slow that down. Yeah, that's getting a little out of hand. I'm like losing track. But promotion relegation. Yeah, I did you know this earlier today? I could literally not remember how many teams we had in the league right. anymore. Because like St. Louis is going to be dope, though. The, yeah, I and like so that. is Nashville. I think yeah. like, it's all going to be dope. That's not the point. But we can set up a system where they can all be involved in the system. Mm-hmm. And literally, every club in the country can be involved in the system. Right. You get a promotion relegation league, and you and and you keep the league at whatever number that is. Sure. Also, I mean, it would kill some teams. You know it would. Right. Cool. F- FC Dallas won a supporter show in front of an empty yeah. stadium. Could you imagine what that would look like if they got relegated? Cool. Then, then, then kill it. Mm. What about Phoenix Rising? What? So they have two different options. They can pay $250 million or something in franchise fees. Right. Or they can invest that $250 million in a mm. stadium, academy, and players. Right. And work their way up to the MLS. I and and I'm just I'm, I'm using them as an example because they're literally on the TV as we speak. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's maybe a way to think about it. Actually, sure. I, it's just I think Don Garber likes getting that $250 million franchise fee. Of course he does. Who the hell wouldn't? Right. But that's and, what, and, like, the and, league doesn't want pr- a remote promotion and relegation. We're I think we're getting way distracted. I think it would be the only way to. This is one of those many off season discussions we're going to have to have. I think I think this is one of those ways. 
that would make it possible for us to cap the league at some point. Because 250 a piece to join a chest, I mean, it's just, you're absolutely correct. It is too distracting, too attractive. Or if it's, it, maybe it's just 200 million, excuse me. Yeah, it's too in the hundreds of millions at this take. point. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I'm not, but well, that was a long way of saying we, I'm okay. I like this league the way it's set up right now, even without the promotion relegation, as right. is right now. I right. might like it less when we had like 30 teams. Right. Because, well, hell. Who's good and not anymore? I sure, can't keep track. Sure. There were all, like I was on Reddit when they were announcing um, St. Louis, and people were talking about like four conferences, uh, kind of like a like a Western, like a Central, a Southern, and a like a mm. Northeastern, and and like all of these different things. Where you know once you get to that thirty plus mark, which I think is the, I think that the goal is thirty teams, thirty or thirty two or something is what what I think MLS is publicly acknowledging. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that that's a lot of that's a lot of teams. That's a lot of travel. That's right. you've got all the Liga MX stuff that you know, like the tournaments with them and and Champions League. It, it's gonna get congested real quick. And it's not a fair. It's not a fair representation of the standings. We have we have. So uh, r- right after I was just dissing on like the German league as an example because a couple of years ago they were basically it was over like 10 weeks before the end of the season. It, it There's also something, I think, I'm a little distracted. Why are you smelling your armpit up there? I was burping, man. Okay. I didn't want to burp into the mic. I didn't want to burp into the mic. So I, I leaned back and burped away. It's called Totally looked like you were, you were smelling your armpit. Excuse it's me, Arsenal Nation. professionalism. So what I'm, what I'm saying is this. You know at the end of the day that if you have 18 teams like you have in the Bundesliga, for example, or say 20 you have in the Premier League, every team has played every team the exact same number of times. Right. Right now, the the Eastern Conference, I think, is weaker than the Western Conference mm-hmm. in general. For sure. So teams in the Eastern, and th- this would be a non-issue if there wasn't such a thing as a supporter shield at the end of the day. Right. And, and people... Bring this brought this up. Who? Uh, I've seen this argument made online oh. of that everyone should play everyone, uh, or that it's not even about the lack of evenness. Like, yeah. like playing. Uh, I mean, let's let's acknowledge this. Like playing Orlando two times versus one matters right. this year. Uh, playing Colorado two times versus once last year and the year before mattered. Yes. Um, you know, it's it's there are times when it's you know I don't want to say free points because Chivas comes to mind and uh, yeah you know they were the worst team but we couldn't beat them and we would have won the supporter shield had yeah. we beat them but that's neither here nor there it, it's it it having a trophy that where the ultimate reward is Champions League because that's what you get if you're the supporter shield winner right is a big deal when not everyone plays everyone the same amount of times home and away yeah. I get that. Mathematically, that bothers me. And at 30 teams, that's going to literally become impossible. I th- so the way well, it's now— Well, not literally impossible, sure. but it's going to be impossible. Right. Unless you have a 12-month season and you play almost twice a week. Yeah, it's it's going to be—and then, you you know, you've got the international breaks. You've got—they got to figure something out. Um, right now, the current method of each conference hosting their conference teams once and going to their house once and then playing— 
So like we play yeah. each Eastern Conference team only once, either at our house or their house, and then the next year we switch. Um, and then every Western Conference team has a home and away against every other Western Conference team. Seems like a good attempt at at parity. But yeah, the West is just so much harder this year yeah. that it it's the attempt kind of falls flat on its face when you know playing LAFC two times this year, kind of brutal. And you know that give matters. it about three years. I mean, give it like two years. The way give it next year when they burn out in Champions League and then all of a sudden you know half their team leaves and you see that video of that lady that was insane. What is <laughs> no no I'm I, this needs to stop like. I I have a bone to pick with them since the Nick Romando trash-throwing thing in the right. finals last year. I, I have not been shy about the fact that I strongly dislike them. These people are sick. They need professional help. Arsenal Nation, go on our Twitter, uh, just a warning. There is an LAFC fan defecating. She, she's, she's pooping. Hmm? Uh, in, in the stands. Of of the L A L A F C game, maybe, or she's she's doing. Let me rephrase it. She is doing something that requires her squatting and having her pants. But off. at what point of the game was that? Uh, I think it was like after the game. Oh, is that what it was? Because it was already kind of empty. That being said, that's what I was, mean. It here's the thing. That's the, yeah, here's I know the thing. Though, it matter, would also be not. empty if it was like I would clear that area. That's disgusting. And then, you know, uh, they had uh, uh, more individual sections uh, doing the puto chant, um, which, you know, they, they don't do. They don't do that chant. They, you know, so it, I, I think to me they're long overdue for a game in front of an empty stadium. Long overdue. I, I, I think it's time. Yeah, I think it's very, way too few of them. Uh, yeah, I get it. Everything you do stands up and uh, stands out, and everything you do is also um, under the microscope because they are who they are right now, and they are the hot new sure. team in yeah, the yeah. league. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, no, no, not an empty stadium, not for me. That sounds that sounds too harsh. That sounds one game, one game. Let's keep <laughs> your head on straight. <laughs> empty stadium. Just don't start, don't just poop start, in the stands. Just <laughs> don't poop in the stands. That's that's, that's that's the definition of don't cross the line. The <laughs> don't shit in the stands, right? Like, like that's just not decent. Okay. Like, come on. Um, like, like that. We, there, there's some universal truths. Right, put this on the back burner as a note. That should be a TFO next time. Don't, you when they come to town. Next <laughs> don't shit in the stands. Don't cross the line. It's insane. It's uh, literally insane. Yeah. You know, and then she's like, like she's like, she's not ashamed. She's not like hiding it. I I get it. I've I've been in situations where I'm like, <laughs> I need a bathroom right now, but like I've never just been like, yep, this seems like a good like they have bathrooms in that stadium. I know they do. And then there was that other lady who 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 was uh, accidentally stated uh, or yelled, uh, mm-hmm. "Vamos, Vamos galaxy. galaxy!" Yeah, you can. <laughs> and I think the caption was, "You can tell which one switched recently." <laughs> Like, I I. Well, to to clarify for Arsenal Nation, she was wearing top to bottom LAFC LAFC gear, yeah. and she was you know chanting and screaming how great LAFC is, is and was gonna beat the Galaxy, and then finish with LA uh, Vamos Galac. Uh, I mean, Vamos LAFC. <laughs> right. No man, it's uh, 
it's it's like I have never seen a club that is performing so well on the field be such a tire fire in the stands. I'm okay with it. I don't have a problem. They haven't hurt anyone, as far as I know. They've literally they thrown, tried they, they, to they, hurt Nick Romando. There's always bad apples. And they have okay, the fine hurt. Like no, they haven't put anybody in the hospital. Right. But it's also not 1980s England. Right. Like you know, it's not Millwall beating people up. Uh, but yeah, they've knocked coolers out of people's hands. They've they've done things that just aren't cool. Like yeah, just stop. Just stop. LAFC fans, just stop. No, no, just don't. Stop. Don't. Don't. I mean, it's great for content. Like, <laughs> that's what you know, I mean. It's the awesome. headline's gonna be "Lady Shits, Bank of California." <laughs> and, you know, like I, I love it as as a guy that needs to talk about soccer for an hour and thirty minutes every week. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 absurd. Uh, yeah, it's like one of those like surrealist paintings. Like, it's just a bunch of things that don't quite make sense all together. That's how I feel about LAFC. Well, remember we talked about this last time. They are, um, they're. I mean, in in from a perspective of a fan base as a unit they are two years old they're toddlers right right good point toddlers are once in a while gonna shit in the stands that's (laughs) that's true (laughs) toddlers gonna toddle (laughs) so maybe that's one way to look at it i mean that is that is gonna happen that's let them mature not too mature i do like the atmosphere they're creating um here's the thing and I, but I love the atmosphere they're creating. I hope that I hope the trend of creating great atmosphere follows or goes mm-hmm. through because yeah. I think everyone's yeah, front office, you know, how, how it's supposed how it's to be a, painted. And uh, all that good so stuff. that's where I that that's where I'm well, like, all right, well, we let's acknowledge to, it. Yeah, we have to talk about that. So uh, we don't have to go into it in detail right now, but I, I love what LAFC is doing. Right, I love what Orlando is doing. I'm sure Nashville is going to be off the hook. I think Nashville's owners might be the richest owners in the country but when it's all said and done. I mean, NYCFC, you know, they're, they're literally owned by a country. So right. <laughs> they might be different, but like the individual family that, that bought the, the Nashville franchises, I mean, they're super, extremely rich. I was sitting with a, a guy up in Portland. Um, what was that, this year or last year? I can't remember. And uh, he was actually, he used to work for them. He was just described, these people are like, stupid rich hmm. like you know nine eight ten figure rich whatever the hell that is billions billions and billions of dollars rich yes sense. and they, it's like a book publishing company or something that's what oh. they started yeah but yeah. They're, now they're like the underlying software of all like everything including okay. amazon so anyway that's beyond the point um i just hope that the the atmosphere keeps getting created everywhere we go but I also think it would be difficult to, to keep up the plasticky thing. Now, I don't know what would happen long term. If you if the front office is paying for stuff and making room and doing all these different things, and, and you know, in some cases, they're hiring bands. Isn't doesn't Seattle have a hired band? Yeah, they have a like a like a full on like band. band. Yeah, like band, like a, band, like proper a drum, band. Yeah, like yeah. a drum band up in the stands. So what happens at some day when, when that support goes away? Is it is it our fans or supporters at that point just kind of used to it, so they find other ways to do it, or do they just say, yeah, "Well, this is not what I." Was when people promised. stop paying for it, you know who who picks up the mantle? Like, is it does it continue yeah. to be the fans? I think that a lot of that will depend on the actual success of the team on the field. 
Um, like at this point, from an ROI perspective, I imagine any money LAFC you know spends in quote unquote fan creation or whatever you want to call it gets returned tenfold. Like conservatively, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they spend a little paint on can or money on paint and canvas, and they get that money back hard. Yeah, and I I think it's it's really cool. I love it. Do it. Yeah. Let's see what happens in the long term. Um, all right, man. So what else do we have to talk about there? Because I do have, oh, I have an idea. Well, we've kind of got that big, big no, deal. Before we, before we get off the uh, LAFC. Okay. I have an idea. Let's hear it. I just looked up, uh, you know how LAFC has uh, the 3252. 3252? Yeah. 3,252. Mm-hmm. That's the capacity of that stands. Is it? I thought it was like the number of like people that like signed up for season tickets like the first day or something it's literally how many people can fit back (laughs) okay yeah it's the capacity not the stadium just that section right right rio tinto's capacity is Uh 20,213 officially right i'm not sure if you've been at 20,000 in a long time i think i think this colorado game might have actually broken 20 yeah okay uh i think we should uh we should have a 2213 okay poster all right, so we stopped the podcast so you could uh, you could give us that gem, huh? Yeah. All right, it's a good one, RSL Nation. We're firing firing on all cylinders tonight. All right, what's the next big one? What are we talking about? Well, the, I the mean, hobby we're, thing. We're having this little hobby thing. Yeah. Oof. Damn it, we should have gotten into that earlier. We almost we're an hour in. So. All right. Let's it's, make that the last thing we talk about. Yes. Sure. Do you want to talk oh, about the Portland game at all? Yeah. Fuck. RSL Nation, no post match quickie. For the port- oh, that's game. right. We're both that's out of right. town. Unless one of us decides to like jump on and do a ten minute venting. Right. Yeah, depending <laughs> on how it goes. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. I mean I'm gonna be literally in the shadow of Mount Rainier, so Ah probably right. not. Yeah, I'm gonna be in the niceties of Phoenix, Arizona. So I'm sure I can get online, but I won't. Respect. Anyways, yeah. So let's talk uh <laughs> yeah, let's, talk, talk, let's talk Portland first. Okay. All right. Portland Really banking on this whole uh, we play the rest of our season at home thing. And so far, not going super well for them. Um, the last two. So they just hosted the uh, the Sounders for Heineken Rivalry Week. Um, and they lost. They did not do They did not do super right. duper well. Uh, ended up losing 2-1 at home to, yep. the, uh, to the Seattle Sounders. Yeah, I, r- um, I really wanted that game to be a tie. Yeah, and then... Um, I think five or six days before that game, they hosted Atlanta United, and Atlanta United came in and won 2-0. A a pretty dominant 2-0 victory. I ended up watching that. Um, It's... I I think if I'm a Portland fan, I'm a little nervous this year. Right. It's, you know, like games at home and games in hand are all great, but at some point, you got to start winning. Yeah. Watch me jinx it now. They start winning against us. Yeah. (laughs) We have been that team to teams before. Yeah, for sure. Like the catalyst. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, I I feel like they're a little, little suspect this year compared to other years. They're a little weaker defensively. They will let, you know, goals in. Um, You know, I I feel pretty, I feel kind of good about this game. Uh, They did beat us at Rio Tinto 2-1, I want to say, earlier in the year, mm-hmm. which, you know, fine and dandy. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, you know, all all of the dangerous pieces are still there. They're a year older. Yep. Um, 
you know, that Brian Fernandez guy, kind of a big deal. That Blanco guy, kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that's Portland in a nutshell. I, I think Portland is not looking very good right now. It's not just the results. But, yes, you're right. I also watched those two games. They didn't look – they did not look cohesive. Um, yes, Valeri is still one hell of a player. I mean, hell of a player. And he has absolute moments of brilliance in his legs. But those moments are fewer and further in between. Right. Year by year. Mm -hmm. And this year, they're more far apart than they have been in a long time. Right. I can't remember the exact stat on the Fernandez guy, which, who, by the way, is, is an amazing player. Fernandez mm -hmm. is a very good player. Right. I think there was a stat, something like he scored seven goals in the first, like, five games. Yeah, he had a great start. Great start in the MLS. And then scored, like, two goals in the last or the, in the next seven. Right. And the takeaway was that teams are figuring him out. I mean, I you know, that happens. Mm -hmm. And he's not that difficult to play against once you right. figure out how to play against him. So, But it's beyond him, I think. In 2019, just to get actual numbers to it, for the Portland Timbers, he's had five appearances, six goals. Two assists. Oh no, that's just the league. Yeah, yeah. So in in MLS league, mm -hmm. so no no uh, U.S. Open Cup, five oh. appearances, six goals. Where the hell was I reading the other numbers from? Total, so including Open Cup and all that stuff, seven appearances, nine goals. Huh. All right. Um, but the team is not looking. That it's just not looking cohesive. It's and especially after having two lost lost two at home now provided. It was Atlanta, who's just ransacking the East right now after a terrible start. Terrible start in the beginning of the year. And Seattle, who's playing pretty decent mm -hmm. of late. Yep. I mean, they've been decent opponents. And now they're in a position where, where they are three points out of the playoff race, six points behind us with a game in hand. It's They're playing for their lives. Yeah, yeah, Portland is kind of in um the playoff life. Yeah, must must win, not must win mode, but kind of must win mode. Um All right, so I went to the I went to the timbers.com instead of just Wikipedia because Wikipedia requires someone else update it. Right. Portland Timbers uh 14 uh games played, 12 goals scored. There you go. So, yeah. It wasn't that wrong, and most of them were early on, right? Yes. Yeah. Um so it, it's like like I, I get what you're getting at. It, it, it's they are a very motivated team, but so is everyone else. Right. Um. I I just kind of feel like they've. Uh, I a little part of me wants to say they've made peace with the fact that they might not make uh, the playoffs, and I think part of them is okay with that. Um, Obviously, no. I, I was way too, way too small of a margin, mm, way too know. much soccer left to play. I think no one in Portland is okay with not making the playoffs. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'd love for them not to. They're just one of those teams that have an eternal hatred for, right. uh, for no reason other than I think they're pretentious douchebags. Timbers, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan just of Timbers. Just like Seattle. Army. Yeah, they they've got that whole like Pacific Northwest soccer city USA soccer hipsters, yeah, all that you know crap that comes with. I read somewhere the other day that the first soccer game ever played in the history of the world was uh, <laughs> Timbers Sounders. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, in front I mean, of uh, 176,000 people. Right. So we've we've been to Portland for a match. We've Beautiful met some city. Lovely individuals. Great soccer culture. Yeah. But like, yeah, Timbers Army just grinds my gears. Um, it is worth noting that our boy Jeff, mm-hmm. uh, uh, season-ending shoulder yeah. surgery a few weeks ago. So they've kind of been relying on uh, Steve Clark. A little, uh, I don't think he's their starting. I don't think he's the guy they'd pick. Not uh, the moving, caliber. Yeah, n- moving forward. Um, I think RSL will be able to find goals in this one. I agree. I think we'll find goals. Mm-hmm. Finding goals, <laughs> it's not my worry. It's letting him Oh, we've been in. so good on defense. Letting, I, I know, we have, we have. Um, by the way, Portland is at 37 in eighth. Dallas is obviously in seventh. I mean, and... At, in eighth at uh-huh. 37 points. Dallas is in seventh with 40 points. So Dallas has won at more games than anyone else in the West. So they actually have two more than Portland. Right. Portland is still very much alive. There are three points behind Dallas. I'm not saying they're done. I just the think they want to be done. With already the same number of wins, by the way. You know, that's the first tiebreaker. Yep. With two games in hand. Right, but games in hand don't matter if you don't win them. They have to win one of the two. Right, and I just... I so know, I'm just... I'm just... I don't I'm know. just... Ref- I'm um, retaliating or replying to your um, assumption or comment or whatever you want to make it or you call get, it. You want to get into score predictions? Yeah, let's just do it. Fuck it. Actually, you know what? Let's let's get into um, who starts at number nine predictions. Sam Johnson. Okay, I agree. All right, that was easy. Who starts in wings? Um, Jefferson Rushnak. Mm, okay, I will have you know I was off by one player last week hmm. okay disagree okay i think uh, uh no never mind yeah the, the mere attacking should oh or, or does maybe we should have clarified well i mean how do you let's call, go how should do you, how do you let's predict go. it should that's not should. a prediction whom would you start on the wings is that who would start uh jefferson for sure both for me on the other side I'm not sure. Uh, no, I think, I, yeah, I think I, both was I, in the doghouse. I think no, I don't think he's in the doghouse. I think we were just we like the results we're getting and we like how we're playing with, you know, the the setup. I I think Rushnak. Yeah, I think Rushnak and uh, on the other side with the mirror playing that attacking midfielder role. Okay, so you got okay. So that takes us back. Number ten for you is uh, the mirror. No, 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 Sam Johnson. Huh? Oh yeah, number ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. Yep. Okay. So behind him is the mirror. All right, who do you got in the middle? Like defensive? Yeah. I, I'm not sure what the yellow card accumulation thing is, but Everton and Kyle. I think Kyle might be on, might officially be. See, I'm benching, um, I'm benching Kyle either way. Especially since. since who are you putting in? What's his face? Got a broken foot. What, what was his face? Um, well, first of all, I'm not, I'm not starting Albert on left, oh, so I can right, play Albert right, right. at his regular position at the 10. Mm hmm. And then I'm playing the mirror and uh, Everton in the middle. Right, it's not a bad. I I get. I, it's just it's not what we're gonna do. Yeah. All right. Who are you playing in the back? Glad, Netum, Toya Herrera. That that's the good thing. Herrera will be back. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> never, yeah. You know, like that's. I think that'll help the help the cause a little bit. And then uh, old man Ramondo. Yeah. Between right. the, so between we the agree on ten positions basically. Yeah. But. The, the position we disagree with as an impact. We disagree. Two areas. We disagree on one name. Right. 
or two names. I guess I have one, you have the other, and then that shifts a couple of things mm-hmm. around. So. Right. Uh, all right, score predictions. I'm going to say 2-0 no loss. Good old-fashioned 2-0 victory. Pl- may, uh, player of the match. Sam. I think it's going to be a Sam show. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I think they're not ready to play against Sam. Yeah. Right. I'm thinking 1-0 us. Mm-hmm. Player of the match, Nick Romando. Oh, you're, you're saying he's going to Romando them. We're, gonna, we're, we're not going to look good, I think. Mm. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take I'll, the like, hell out I of it. I would actually be really happy with a point. And it could, I don't even care who scores. It could be an own goal. It won't be. It could be a bogus penalty in the 95th. I'll I take it. I also could see the guys really getting up for this game because of last year and just putting the hurt on them. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one. So we both are feeling confident, you more than I am, mm-hmm. about the Portland game. And Which probably means we end up losing 4 0. Yeah. Yep, I was just going to say that. Uh, would you be happy with a point? Yeah. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So, you wouldn't? Um, no, I wouldn't be happy. I, I wouldn't. Take a point I, coming out look, of court, I, think, no I think we can lose and it's not the end of the world because we're doing our. Honestly, to me, I would love, love home field advantage. Yeah, I think, I think we, I think we kind of need it this year. To advance. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think we have a chance to win like the cup or anything. So really. Yeah. You're saying that out loud, huh? Oh, yeah. Weird flex. Put it on, you know, it's an hour 10 in, so no one's listening anymore. But Oh, people are listening. We know for a fact people listen this late. I- I'm going to say this. RSL has, well, not zero. Mm-hmm. It's stupid to say zero. They quite clearly have a mathematical chance. <laughs> Unlike like an 09, right? this is not a year where you can kind of stumble your way into and through. I, I would say, remember, remember the year when Seattle never won a game? And ha- then won the cup with zero shots on goal. Yeah, they didn't never win a game. That's not at all what happened. In the playoffs, they literally tied every game. No, they brought what's his face the the at the end of the season. Is he Uruguayan? Uh, yeah, that's not the point. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. they they went Lodero. from last. They brought Lodero. They went from last to so, just making the playoffs. Uh huh. And, and then, then no, they beat people. Not in the playoffs. They beat people. And don't look it up now. We got way bigger oh, fish to fry up. on the next You're time. You're super wrong. But in the final, they had zero shots on goal and won the game. That is accurate. Yeah. So I, I think that is not possible any longer. No, oh, it's possible. I it's possible. I think it's more possible now. Really? It's single elimination. There are too many g- big hurdles in front of you. Okay, so that's the thing. Like you need, you need, you need like an LA Galaxy to take out the LAFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need. Uh, right. So you have to take one of them out. Right, and, and so the the like the team that I'm looking at. So right now, you know, top whatever it is, you know, top seven teams. Obviously, we you gotta take yourself out. So out of right. the, out of the six teams, the only ones right now that I'm like, man, I really wouldn't want to face them is LAFC, and everyone else. I feel like, especially if we're hosting at home, beatable. I think Atlanta at this very moment is looking more dangerous than than LAFC because they're just heating up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're onto something there, but that that's the final. That's you know, right? We'll we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> okay. So no, right. let, let's think about this. So LAFC, right? Right now, as things stand, they sit the first game out. Yeah. We host FC Dallas. Seattle hosts San Jose. LA hosts Minnesota. Yeah. You know. The, we, the, yeah. That's if things stay as they are. They are not going to. I sure. would love 
that matchup. Dallas at home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing. I'm looking at the like the two teams above them and the two teams below them, and there's yet a, to see a team there that I'm like, man, I don't like that matchup at all. Minnesota United at home, I think beatable. San Jose Earthquakes at home, beatable. Uh, Portland Timbers at home, beatable. Sporting Kansas City at home, beatable. They're, well, I, everyone's beatable. Right, but I mean, like, like realistically, like, it, it, it wouldn't be a stretch to me. The way we're playing would right be, now. It would be a huge stretch to me. At the, the way, the, again, the way, we're the playing way right we now. are playing right now. So you, we, The Freddy you, thing is still a little unknown. You're mo- mostly thinking the Colorado game. See, I'm thinking the stretch right before the LAFC game when I think we're one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, okay. I can see what you're saying. I just don't think we have that. No, we have too many weak points. Yeah, but so does everybody else. But we don't have the type of personnel on the other side that will take advantage of that nine out of ten times. We don't have a Zlatan. We don't have a Vela. We don't have a – well, and now L.A. has a second one. What's his name? The, 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 yeah, yeah, the Argentine yeah, yeah. that just came up. The 19-year-old kid. Um, you know, we don't have the two absolute good. monsters from Atlanta. Right, everyone has somebody. Well, yes, Toronto. Toronto still have Josie, right? Yeah, he's garbage. Colum- doesn't matter, but he'll take advantage of a of an of a of a mistake. Well, so will Sam Col- Johnson. Columbus has um, Columbus Zardes. has Zardes. Yeah, they're right? not Everyone has it. somebody. We have okay. You're looking at. I think Sam could become that guy, but he's I, still. I think Sam has no problem poaching a but mistake. I, but I'm no still. Problem. What I'm still saying is he's too unproven for me. Like I, I wouldn't. He's too. What? Too, he's too what? unproven for he, me. He was doing like a goal a game at one point. Right. Then he got injured. Right. So now he's not injured anymore. Right. So there's a good chance he'll be injured when the playoff comes. What I'm saying is this. I'm not, I'm, that you don't know that. I'm not right. I'm not saying that Sam Johnson is not the X factor that we need or should have. What I'm saying is he just hasn't. I would not put my car up on a bet that Sam Johnson is going to be X factor. I yeah, would I, mean, I, I would put that's my that's literally the definition of X factor. Like, I would put my car unknown. Okay, well forget the unknown, but like the guy that's gonna make the difference. I I mean define make a difference. Like be the Score guy that wins. Score those stupid two, three silly goals. Zlatan style. Right, and, and that's where I think MLS going MLS and the way RSL is set up, we don't need one guy to do that because if it's not gonna be Sam Johnson, it'll be Plata, who by the way, we didn't get to this in the Colorado game. Totally changed the dynamic of that game. Mm-hmm. Dude was amazing. Anyway, we have Albert Ruschak. We have Demir Krylock. We have all kinds yeah. of dudes who are capable of finding it, the back I, of the neck I pretty consistently. It's, it, it, I think it's too inconsistent, inconsistent for me. That's why I'm saying we're not winning it right now. I would love to be proven wrong. I would love two, three weeks from now. I'll tell you what. Right. We win in Portland next week. Uh-huh. And then who's next after that? That's not Vancouver, right? That's uh, We have a good game. out. Oh, that's San Jose at home. Mm-hmm. We win those two games. Uh, I might change my mind. I just I do not see us. I just see us as being huge dogs going into at least two games in the playoffs. Huge underdogs. Huge, huge underdogs. I I think the only. I think we team. will be we will be underdogs in the playoffs against both LA teams. Okay. Away or home. Okay. My opinion. Sure. Definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm going all the way through here. Okay. I think we'd be underdogs against uh, Atlanta. Okay. But we, that's the thing. We don't have to play any of those teams until the very last game. That's why I said that. I'm going all the way through. I'm saying, oh, okay. like, we would have to win all those games to win the Cup. Sure. I, I, you know what You know what would be worse than not making the playoffs this year? 
is making to the cup final and losing. <laughs> yeah, that would that. I don't know. I would honestly rather I would honestly rather not make the playoffs than do that. Here's the thing though, I don't think Atlanta is the sure thing in the East either. Oh, yeah. Let Philly me- so Philly is Phil, I have the same issues with Philly that I have with some of our lineup, which is totally inconsistent. Have you watched a lot of Philly games this year? It's like no, I can say I've watched a lot. I've like, seen I've seen more than like a lot of the other Eastern Conference teams. On Sunday, you watch it, what looks like Barcelona, sure, of the United States, and then the following Saturday, it looks like no, it looks like Philadelphia Union from a year ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I I get what you're getting at, but so like that's where I think the single game. So I understand that the first teams in each conference have that buy, which honestly, the more I think about it, might not be that big of an advantage. Actually, it could be a disadvantage. You, all of a sudden, you're, you're cooled off against teams that are running hot. Um, yeah, and you're playing a team that just had an emotional win. Right, right. A, a hard-fought victory. Um, but so, like, I look at the the currently the top four teams, so Atlanta's number one in the East, Philadelphia Union, NYCFC, New York Red Bulls. All of those teams are capable of beating Atlanta on their day. Uh, well. That- Okay, so you say vague words like capable. Yes. No, like, I, I'm not going to speak they, in are they, are they very likely to beat them? Not very likely. Are they but likely? They're, they're also, yes. No, not likely. They have, <laughs> let me put it like this. They have a puncher's chance. Like, they, it, it's what? not, let me put, okay, let me put it like this. It's not How about very, mathematically? It's, Give me oh, a mathematical like equation. Not an equation, a number. 40%. Which one, specifically? I think NYCFC and New York Red Bulls have probably a better chance than Philly. I think Philly, I'd give them probably like a Oh, 25. really? See, I would think Philly is above the others. No, I Just because I, they I play think, the opposite style. I think the two New York teams, when they're playing well, probably somewhere in the high 30s, low 40s percentage chance of beating Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Philly, I'd probably put them in like the 20s to low 30s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Percentage-wise. Just, I, to, just to level set. Mm-hmm. Playoffs, one yep. game away at LAFC. Right. RSL. Yes. What's our chances of winning? One game away at LAFC. Basically like last year, but this okay. year's teams. I mean, so, so assuming, like, we'd probably be facing them in, like, the Western Conference Final. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Not the point. It's one well, game. Huge, huge matters. Really? Oh, absolutely. If we're playing in the semis or the finals. I think RSL is the definition of a team that builds on itself. Okay. More so than I think any other team. All right, finals, West. finals. I'm just trying to Western level Western Conference here. finals, yeah. us in LAFC, single elimination yep. game. Yep. Teams fully healthy, both sides. Both sides fully healthy. Rested the whole nine yards. I'd give us like a 35% chance of beating them. Okay. All right. Now you're level set. Yeah. So you're telling me that neither of those teams will beat Atlanta. <laughs> well, that, I mean, those like one in three is not bad odds. Yeah. Okay. One in three is not bad odds. Yeah, and, and especially now you have humans involved. So like and, and Martinez has a bad day. And sure. The whole and that's you know. flat out beating. I, you know, I don't I don't mind our chances in a in a good old fashioned shootout. Right. Something to think about. Um, because the single especially the way we have played lately. Yeah. Hold on for dear life. Defend well. Have Ramondo do Ramondo things for his last year. Have him uh, come up with that. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you need that one big one. Right. And he still got it. He clearly still got it. Yeah. Speaking of Ramondo and the one big one. Yeah. So let's go on to the How the hell did we get to this whole thing? I don't know, man. It was not on the agenda today. It's just fun. It's fun to talk about this time of year. Go ahead. So, um... I don't know when the official like announcement uh, came out, 
but on Saturday, uh, oh no, on uh, so it was on Saturdays when this was came out. Um, it was announced that RSL will be honoring the 2009 MLS Cup championship winning team. But it's uh, been ten years. Yeah, for the ten year anniversary. Um, so this will be taking place on Wednesday, September twenty fifth. It it's the it's the LA Galaxy team, which I think is very fitting because. LA Galaxy. Oh, I think that's not an accident. Right. And, and I think that's, I, I don't know, man. Like, I think back, and it really is like the definition of a Cinderella run. Like, I, I think to this day, still one of the only Western Conference teams that's won the Eastern Conference Championship. Like, yeah. Like, that's just dope, right? So we get that yeah. wild card slot. We end up playing in the East. I think we end up beating Columbus first. Yeah. We knock out Columbus. I remember the making the playoffs more than the actual playoffs, but and other then, than the playoffs. and then the Chicago Fire after that, and then we and then we faced like the LA Galaxy team. It was Landon Donovan, yep. that one kid from England who's trying to start a team in in Miami for some I weird think, reason think, on I a think, toxic pile of dirt. Well, he dated a uh, some. Singer, he dated a spice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and it w- and it was this this. I think the expression I read once that like I will always hold near and dear was this island of misfit toys. And it was just a bunch of dudes who really didn't belong anywhere else who got together and were just like, let's just go win an MLS Cup. And they did. Yeah. Um, and and that's just a dope story that I think as a sports fan, anyone can get behind. And I think the fact that it's our local sports team is even better. And the first local national yeah. championships yeah, in anything. Seriously. Uh, long overdue. Professional. But yeah. So Wednesday, September 25th at Rio Tinto, they'll be honoring you know that whole movement. All the all the big hitters gonna be in town. I Hobby saw, Moe's coming home. So uh, I didn't want to get into the big one, big one right away. No, you gotta uh, start with the big one. Right. Javi Moe is coming home. Um, yeah, that's gonna be huge. Nat Borchers, I think on Twitter, I think you I already saw, posted I, this, yeah. was saying like, "Yo, guys, I'm definitely in." I think, I mean, Jason Christ uh, is supposed to be there. Like, that's that's just dope. Obviously, Kyle Beckerman, Nick Romando, yeah, um, still with the club, so they'll be there. They'll be doing the halftime, isn't it? So. Um, I don't think they've actually like announced I thought that's the a, whole plan. I, thought that's also, I know the Javi Mo thing will be doing halftime. Yes, um, that will be at halftime. Which so no halftime breaks, nothing. We're sitting yeah. in our seats for that one. Um, yep. and, and so the Javi Mo thing to kind of elaborate is, you know how we have Jason Christ's name and number up in the rafters, yeah. the official language of the press release. Uh, Javier Morales will be joining him. Um, Let's get this out of the way because it's this. It's been this weird talking point for like the last year and a half. We're not retiring any numbers. We currently, depending on who you ask, don't have any numbers retired. We've put Jason Kreis's number up there, but I've I'm under the I've been told that it is available for a player should he want it. And it, I think Jason Kreis has been very open. Right, about I, I, you don't retire the number while. nine in yeah. soccer. You don't retire numbers in soccer. It's yeah. just weird. You, but you, you put names in the rafters, and right. that's plenty. Could have been but just you, I have no problem with the number being up having there. Having said that, it, it I. Uh, so Jason Cry is clearly the number one number that needs to be up there, or name that needs to be up yeah. there. And then the next three are Javi Mo, Kyle Beckerman, and Nick Romando. I think the the list Probably ends in there. there. Oh, who? I mean, Williams. Maybe, 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 That's maybe. Uh, oh, Olave is going to be at the thing. Forgot about no, that. No, I'm not talking about who's going to be there. But I'm talking about long term whose names whose name I want to see up, up in the in the rafters. I think Andy Williams is a stretch, 
but he he would be that stretch. Not right. Grabovoi, no. Todd Bort, Tony I mean, Beltran. No. Beltran has played his entire yeah. career with Real Salt Lake. Yeah, that's all right. That's kind of dope. I love Beltran. Yeah. You don't, but you don't think he makes it in the Tony racket? Beltran does not. Uh, when I say uh, let me let me name a group for you. I'm hanging out with <laughs> Jason Christ, right. Javier Morales, Kyle Beckerman, Nick Romando, and Tony Beltran. Sure, one of those is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're getting. That's at. what I mean. It's, sure, it's, it's not. It's got nothing to do with performance, right? Or anything. It's just got I, to do here, with here's, and I think the exception is. I think Tony. Like, I think there's some dudes that played massive roles for the club mm-hmm. that, like Tony Beltran, never played like a sexy role, right? But he was so good at his job, um, and yeah. it's unfortunate that I'm using the past tense. But let's also acknowledge the fact that Tony Beltran probably has seen his last minutes in a Clarendon Cobalt as kit. a starter. I think as a player. You think so? Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Dude's been on the injured list yeah. on and off. Like, he comes off, and then he's on the next week. I think Delo is just paying him off at this point because he likes him. He seems like the greatest dude in the world. Yeah, so I think like, Tony Beltran's just a, yeah. just a good I'll, human. I'll, I also um, think it's good. I get what you're getting it's at. Good, it's good to be friends with Delo Hansen. Sure. I get what you're getting at about the uh, the names and the rafters. I mean, there's only so much room in the stadium at some point. Yeah. Um, it has to be the big, big hitters. Here's what I'm thinking we do as kind of a subcategory. <laughs> and maybe this will be like a running thing we do on this the the site that we're building. Guys, you'd buy a beer for if you saw them at the bar. Because here's the thing. I run into like... Or hot chocolate. Sure. It's just... I get what you're getting at. Um, like, I'm buying Tony Beltran a drink if I see him yeah. at the bar. I am... T- okay. Probably yeah. not buying Chris Winger a beer if I see him at the... You know, like... I actually... Like, I have seen Chris Winger at the bar. I, I, I So have I. But, like, I mean, like, I wouldn't go get him a beer. Yeah. You know, that... I think that's sh- that should be our version of names in rafters a little more inclusive because yes names in stadiums there's only so many humans that will fit up there yeah. and I imagine our cell will hopefully be for a long time it'll be sticking around um, you just make the name smaller I mean that can be part of something <laughs> so shrink it just shrink it I don't know who uh, I'm thinking of current roster and then obviously exclude Kyle Beckham and Nick Romano because they're not current yeah, yeah. they, they are current you, yeah, roster guys that will be here in like Hopefully in the four or five years, and we'll have done something. Right, not even four or five, like ten years from now. I think I think the nature of MLS has changed. We're oh, yeah? expecting I mean, dudes to stick like, around for ten years isn't a thing anymore. Right, no, I get that. So, but um, the, 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 that's what I mean. Like it'll I be think, rare. I think the the list. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the burrito qualified burrito comes to mind. Burrito was an outstanding player, right. still one of our most technically gifted players. Yeah. I think you can make the argument the best player that has ever played for RSL. I don't want his name in the rafters. The, the he's, most he's, gifted technically yeah, player. He's moved on. By far. For sure. How about um, how about, how about uh, uh, Saborio? Saborio? Yeah. Yeah, you're the all-time the goal all-time scorer. All-time goal scorer should probably yeah. be up there. That's actually a good I point. would I would put him up there ahead of no. Tony. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That I will not the, not not the others. No. I mean, I, I think there's like four. Mm-hmm. There, there's like four Godfathers. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Jason Kreis, Javi Mo, Kyle Beckerman, Necromando. Yep. And that's like that should be, th- Unta- those should be statues. Guys those should be, be like touched. the four corners of the Rio Tinto Stadium. I actually like that idea. One has yeah. <laughs> has a statue. They got of you. Each in yep. those four corners, and that those are the pillars. Yep. 
and then there's everyone else. I mean, no, yeah. there's not everyone else, but like in that exclusive club, then you get to like yeah, then it, then it gets a little less exclusive. Yeah, but sure. I mean, you know, someone like a Saborio gets up there, but you know, anyways, look, we're getting distracted here. I think we're gonna have a whole. I, I think we let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. The the po- podcast before the this game, ooh, it's gonna be loaded. It's gonna be a lot of content because we're playing Galaxy. Yeah, we should do two podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we always do. We, I mean, this look, we're an hour ninety in. I mean, an hour thirty. Ninety minutes. Um, yeah. That that could be so because there's so much content on Galaxy. Because I have some ideas what we should do about Zlatan. Mm. Um, mean nothing. That's that's how you deal with a psychomaniac. Right. Uh, he's a psycho, but also a brilliant soccer player. Right. So right. If it wasn't for soccer, he'd be in jail. In prison. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I think he said that because he was getting into stealing bikes, bicycles in nice. Sweden just before he got nice. you know, started getting paid for soccer. But that's not the point. Uh, but like, you can't hate him because he's so freaking good. Right. But he's I mean, also a douchebag. Yeah. And then you know, there's the whole like line of how much. I did love his celebrations in front of the 3252. <laughs> that was really sick. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of guys that will do that. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I promise this will be the last thing this episode of me ragging on them. When a dude just puts two on you within like the first 16 minutes and your response is to keep chanting the same dumb monotone chant, at that point, you're not a supporter. It's you're you're just background noise. It's not even LAFC, man. I've, I've, we have Portland, had these discussions BD, before. FC, Jesus. Regardless Seattle of what it. is going on the field, it's just this monotone droning. I would, yeah. At, at that point, you're not aware of what's happening. Like you're like that's not support. That's just yeah. like I'm gonna blindly say these things because I've been conditioned to. It's like respond yeah. to there's the a word. There's a word. I can't remember it now. There's there's a word in Spanish. That that basically means continuous chanting, never stopping, regardless of what's happening on the field. Right. Quite literally, what you just described. I don't want that. No. That it, seems it's respond silly. to the fact yeah. that this dude just put two on you within the opening minutes of this game. Yeah. Anyways. Acknowledge that. But that, I don't think that's LAFC. I mean, that's LAFC, but that's also that's yes. all Seattle, Seattle, Portland, that's PT, also Portland. I mean, and it looks I so cool on TV for like what ten minutes. Yeah, and then not even ten minutes, and then just it's just background noise. And right. we've been to these stadiums. A spindle. Is Spindler going on the, on no. the rafters? No. Okay. No, 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 no. I just did a quick Real Salt Lake roster 2009. Now, Spindler and... puts that one ball away um, against Mo- uh, Monterey at home. Mm. You were there. Yeah. Like fifth minute, yeah. one-on-one with the goalie. It's like it's a different story. two inches away from going in. That goes in. Mm. We tie that game, I think, and we win the Champions League. Yeah. I'll rename the goddamn Rio Tinto Stadium. Espinola <laughs> 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 soccer facility. Yeah. Same, same with like, um, you Velasquez. know, uh, <laughs> Velasquez. Yeah. He puts that penalty away that could huh. win us the cup. I think, I think he puts it away. It, that's the end of it. I think that yeah, was, yeah, I think that was, that was, that was it. That was, yeah. he had the chance to win that mm-hmm. cup. It's good times. Now, can you imagine how history would change? Would it be different between us and Kansas City and, and just how much better humans we would be right now? I, I, there's definitely like Baker before that night and Baker after that night, December 7th, 2013. I will never forget it. I also will never forget December 8th because we got pretty shit faced on the 7th. And then we had to remember it was snowing we had heavy. Had to go get the car. Had to go get the go car. Go find the car. 
<laughs> and we get to the parking lot. Just buried. <laughs> it's just so, buried so cars. I think, I think this is one of those like, <laughs> all right, RSL Nation, the podcast has officially ended. Feel free to oh, this is after hours. Feel free to shut it off. We will not be offended. This is the this is the first episode of RSL Scarf Life after hours. Yeah. Adults only. Or shooting the shit. This is just two dudes having a burr. Um, I that's so the, so that's the year that we organized the uh, yeah. the watch game at uh, Brewies, and that was I think the last year that Brewies allowed uh, RSL watch parties there because we ruined like not we but like people there like ended up throwing like glass and stuff. Like I remember it shattering. Um, so December's a really good val- uh, venue, though. Oh, fantastic venue! December seventh rolls around, bunch of RSL fans pack Brewies. Yeah, remember we're like, let's throw this out there and see if anyone shows up. Like we're thinking, two people. It's gonna be two of us yeah. and maybe like maybe three others. No, and we show up. There's a freaking line. Yeah, there's, to I, get in the, the stadium or the the auditorium was packed. Yeah, no, it was completely packed, and people were you know, and and like we, I remember. So December, this was you know. Back when it snowed in December, <laughs> early December. Yeah, yeah. So we drive. You drove. Yeah, I think you my had that Passat. No, the Passat. Yeah, I had yeah. the Passat. I, had, the Passat. I, I moved my way up by that. So yeah. we drive down. You drive down. We go into the stadium, and like it hadn't snowed yet. I think it like snowed a little the bit. The bar. Yeah. The 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 cinema. Yeah, but that yeah. day, no snow. Yeah. We go go in. Uh, Broovies, obviously being a movie theater, no windows. No, there's there's no yeah. seeing what the outside world looks like. Yeah, it's just like let's watch, you know, 120 minutes of soccer at that point because yeah. it was 90 plus, and then you know the shootout. And, yeah, you know things obviously don't go our way. Everyone's disappointed, you know, tears. I remember like you know some dude I think like ripped my shirt because he was grabbing onto me, and I literally yeah. mean some dude. It was just some guy that happened to be sitting next to me as you we were missed. friends by then. You yeah, had been in the same we, room next to each other yeah, for like three battled. hours. Mm-hmm. So. We walk out, everything's covered in a foot of snow. Yeah. Like, conservatively. It, it, I think what happened is we went in, the doors closed in the auditorium, and it started snowing. And Probably. Because I, I remember no snow before we went in. Right. Yeah, car was cleared. We go out, everything's just covered. So we're already downtown. I think you have the brilliant idea of, cheers to you. It's yeah. kind of like a cave. So... It works on that level. So we walk to Cheers to You in like a foot and a half of snow. Yeah. Just Probably like a mile. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, foot and a half of snow. Yeah. So everything's wet. We make yeah. it to Cheers to You. And this, I think, kickoff was at like 1 30. Yeah. That it was, was like an early part. kickoff. An early we kickoff. were in the bar. I remember that. No yeah. later than four. The second bar. Because we were drinking at Brewies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. When I say bar, I mean cheers. So we make it into cheers to you because the rest of society is normal and they don't drive in a foot and a half of snow to get beer. I think it was Sunday, wasn't it? Was it yeah. Saturday or Sunday? I think it was a Sunday. Yeah. It was yeah. it was December seventh, whatever night twenty thirteen, whatever that is. I'm willing to bet it was a Sunday. Feels like it was a Sunday, yeah. There's like three people in this bar and two of them are employed to be there. So you know, we end up getting one of those like barely lit kind of corner booths, and we just start doing damage. Yep. As the that night, was a Saturday. Saturday. It was a Saturday. As the night is just kind of coming on, and the snow is not letting up. Right. Um. I think we shut the bar down. 
Yeah. And sometime around one o'clock, they, you know, kick us out. We walk out there and uh, I think we ended up getting in a taxi because got home somehow. Yeah. The fact the dude was driving blows my mind. But thank God for Utah. That was that night. That was I remember that night. That was uh, when it was like three cars on 7th East. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Including our cab. It was just it was it was the most bizarre ending to one of the most disappointing sporting yeah. events I'd ever seen. And I called you the next morning. I'm like, hey, man, we got to go get my car. <laughs> yeah, we drive down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's buried. I think, and there was like a bunch of other cars. Right. You, you know, didn't, no I, one was driving. You know, uh, yeah. And we had to like dig it out. It was like an event. That was just insult. Insult to injury. To injury. Well, RSL Nation. So what I'm saying is I don't want to do that again. No, no. If we're going to the MLS Cup final, we're winning it. I mean, it makes for a good story, though. Hey, that which does not kill us. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. So did we get everything out of the way? I we got to talk we, a lot I, more about hobby at another point. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think we've got some time between now and yeah, that, that fateful Yeah, because I, w- I want to talk about the, uh, he got done dirty. He got done dirty. Yeah. yeah. And But also, you know, he was trying to get paid, and sometimes there's consequences to that. I think he got done dirty before he was trying to get paid. He got done dirty, yeah. and then he acknowledged the fact that he got done dirty, according to him. And yep. then I think he was like, oh, I'm going to twist these dudes' arm and get what I want yeah, anyway. Yeah, he, he screwed up afterwards. He yeah, did, and then did, I think Craig Lovell was like, nah, bro. And, and here we are. And we got done dirty. You have to remember, that was a must-win last game of the season at Seattle. Right. So I think he ended up playing. It's just he didn't start. Right. Um, I also think, I also think regardless that of all that, he should have retired his professional playing career in an RSL jersey. Yeah. And the fact that that didn't happen and the fact that he was wearing an FC Dallas jersey when he did that just bothers me. Yeah. And um, and I hope that this event is kind of that I – don't, I don't know. I think it's a – I hope it's one of those things where it's just grown men sitting down. And when I say grown men, I mean primarily Craig Weibel and him and going, yeah, that I'm, I'm sorry. And when I say I'm sorry, I literally mean both of them for how that ended. Because that yeah. was just a damn shame. Let's hope. I'd love to see him back at the club. Uh, we'll talk a lot more about uh, Javi and the whole thing. Lock uh, it up, RSL Nation. We love you. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Have yourself a good morning, day, evening, wherever you have us. We'll talk again soon. <laughs>